At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Shots, the world's number one golf betting show here on VSIN and VSIN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds, Nick Henyon, and Sean McCollum are at the controls. Tony P and Isaiah Wrinkle are down below keeping the show afloat as we get ready to take you through the next hour of golf betting conversation. And guess what, folks? The PGA Tour 2019 2020 season has come to an end. The Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta was the final event of the FedEx Cup playoff series, and Dustin Johnson walks away as your FedEx Cup champion, getting a head start with the adjusted scoring and holding on to capture the $15 million first prize. West, the number one ranked player in the world right now, has been on a heck of a run for the last couple months. Yeah, absolutely. And you say a one season ends, another begins. All sixty four hour break we got, Brady, <laughs> uh, between the uh, the new season starting uh, here at the Safeway Open this week. But look, Dustin Johnson didn't have the lowest score in terms of the eighteen holes. He was actually eleven under par. Xander Schauffele, best four rounds, fifteen under, three better than the field. Scotty Scheffler second, but. I don't think anybody can question, even though the format's a little shaky, I don't think anybody can really question that Dustin Johnson is absolutely a deserved FedEx Cup champion. Yeah, you mentioned Xander Shoffley. He and Justin Thomas continue to show that they play very well at East Lake Golf Club. Shoffley, as you say, actually your low player for the four days with a four-day total of 265, four shots better than DJ's 269. You also mentioned Scotty Scheffler. He gets PGA Tour Rookie of the Year honors and is the second low score for the four-day uh, four total with a 268. And I think... Uh, 
when when that comes out, uh, he should be rookie of the year. I know Victor Hovland has an argument. He did win at the Puerto Rico Open, so look, a win matters. But it was against an alternate field. Scotty Scheffler really performed better, I think, against the uh, better fields and the majors and the WGCs and the in the events, the regular tournaments with better fields. So, absolutely uh, a great weekend for him. He's going to win and he's going to win big very soon. And then uh, Justin Thomas also a tied for second, uh, no worse than seventh ever at East Lake. So. Obviously, you pretty much want to have him on your card every single time they go to Atlanta. Yeah, I thought Scotty Scheffler with the fifth place finish, uh, and maybe this is still not official, but I think he leads as far as rookie the, the rookie race in points. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah, I believe so, because uh, they were discussing that on the broadcast on Sunday. Okay. Paul Azinger was leaning more toward the Hovland side because he does have a win in his pocket, but... I felt Scotty Scheffler probably had the more consistent season by and large. We saw him go at the PGA where he was right in the mix for a win. Right. And look, He's going to win. I think he's going to win a major soon, let alone a tournament. Yeah, Colin Morikawa style. And uh, Colin Morikawa was, of course, the winner at the PGA Championship. And it seems like a long time ago that we heard Brooks Kepka before the final round say, well, DJ's only won one. DJ has seemed to put that to bed in a big way. He, he lit a fire under his butt, <laughs> didn't he, Mr. Kepka? Because DJ, I think, ever since then, look, since 2008, which was his rookie season on the PGA Tour, he has the most wins of anybody yeah. over the last dozen years, more than McElroy, more than Tiger, more than granted Tiger had a few years off pretty much with an injury, wasn't contending and personal issues, but he has more wins than anybody. He's a Hall of Famer if he says tomorrow morning, you know what, I think I'm going to do something else with my life. I'm going to go live with my beautiful wife and my kids. I thought he had Absolutely. a nice interview afterwards. You made a nice comment about uh, Scott Van Pelt uh, doing a great interview with DJ. Showed really- he, had, he showed he had some personality, you know, because he doesn't give you much and he's very basic. He's not like the wordsmith, really, that like Rory McElroy is, where he's so eloquent with how he puts things and kind of lays it out there for everybody, lets you know how he's feeling. DJ's a little more guarded, a little more reserved. But I thought he showed a lot of joy and a lot of personality in that interview afterwards. I think his interview game has improved substantially in the last mm-hmm. couple of seasons, and mm-hmm. especially this season. I, I really like Dustin Johnson. I think he has a swagger that reminds me of John Wayne in an old West. He doesn't. Film. He doesn't overthink it. And 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 right I used to that. criticize him that says he needs to be more of a thinking man's player, but. Keep it simple, stupid, and it's worked for him. 23 wins on the PGA Tour. Yeah, you've made a comment that uh, his brother's on the bag is his caddy, and he says, hey, here's the club. Go hit it, and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love the approach they take. This is indeed Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you recapping the Tour Championship and talking about your FedEx Cup champion, Dustin Johnson. If you go back to the Memorial Tournament, Wes, in mid July when Dustin Johnson shot back-to-back 80s and mm-hmm. then shot a 78 the very next week to open the 3M championship in Minnesota, which he immediately withdrew from, citing back stiffness. Uh, he has played 20 rounds of tournament golf since then, has DJ, 18 of which he has scored in the 60s, and his scoring average for that period is 67. That is how hot this guy is, and it reminds me of a couple different runs he's had in his career, one of which 
which was in 2015 when he teed it up at the British Open in St. Andrews and the first couple days just destroyed it. And then the wind went crazy Mm -hmm. and it went Mm -hmm. sideways. The other one was when he went into Augusta in 2017 and was a massive favorite, looked like he was ready to uh, put on the green jacket and he fell down the stairs. Yeah, he's had a lot of uh, adversity and and, and quite frankly, some self-inflicted wounds uh, over the years. But He's a money player, and I think he's proven it, and I know he only has the one major. He's 36 years old, exempt for life on the PGA Tour. He's going to get more majors. It may be in two weeks. It is the start of the 2020-2021 PGA Tour season, and we tee it off with the Safeway Open in beautiful Napa, California at the Silverado Resort. The weather is supposed to be in the mid-80s. Pretty minor wind in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 miles per hour, and uh, to help us break down this week's event, it is time to bring in our guest. Final. It is the member guest segment here on Long Shots. He is a professional broadcaster and handicapper, having spent the last few years in the Bay Area. We were looking for a local angle with the Napa venue this week, so we brought in Joe Fortenbaugh, but the man, he, he pulled a, a trick on us. He's headed back to the desert here. You can see him on ESPN's Daily Wager and follow him on Twitter, at Joe Fortenbaugh. Joe, welcome back to Las Vegas, and welcome to VEASAN's golf show, Long Shots. Hey, boys, always a pleasure. Now, look, Brady, if uh, you hadn't reached out to book me two months in advance, being as diligent as you are, no one would have tricked you. I've never met anyone in radio who books that far out, but that's a testament to you. And this line shows you guys prep better than anybody. Great to be on with you, man. Thanks so much for the invite. Wes, how are you doing? Joe, I'm great, man. Welcome to you and your family here to Las Vegas. I know you guys are breaking ground on the new studio over at uh, Caesars uh, here on the Las Vegas Strip. So congratulations to you and Doug and the whole crew. Joe, I started years ago as a prank, man. I started years ago as a producer, so I, I, I apologize for bothering you a few months in advance about this booking. But, uh, hey, you're a wanted man, my friend. So let's get into it. I, I know uh, uh, more than a handful of times you probably made your way up to the wine country uh, during your time in the Bay Area. Tell us about Silverado Resort. Tell us about this golf course and what it demands and what kind of players stuck out in your handicap this week. Never had the pleasure of playing this course, unfortunately, but I did cover the event three years in a row. When I was working for 95.7 The Game, we had a partnership with Silverado, so we would broadcast the Friday round from there. We would do the morning show there on Fridays. Beautiful course, beautiful facility. Anyone that's been up there that's tasted wine in that area, it's a fantastic experience all the way around. The course itself um, has gone through some minor renovations in the last years. I remember being up there the year before the fires broke out real close nearby. And thankfully it didn't destroy the course. So, you know, we still have this event today, part 72, just under 7,200 yards. It's one of the shorter courses you're going to face on tour. So accuracy is going to be of a premium this weekend, in my opinion, because the fairways are relatively narrow and you're not going to get punished too much. If you hit into the rough, you're not going to be dealing with us open rough or what we saw a couple weeks ago, it's not going to be that kind of setup, but you do want to be able to hit fairways if you can, obviously. It's very tight. So I would be looking for guys that are accurate this week. I would look for guys from the strokes gained approach category because they love to bury the pin. They're not going to beat you with distance here, but they love to give you some of those tricky pin placements and bury them in the corners. You've got to be very accurate when you're approaching the green. You want to look for guys who have a high 
ball flight, a lofty ball flight coming in on their approach. That way it can hit and there's not going to be some crazy roll because if you're trying to put it close and you're trying to play for the corner, the last thing you want is to come in hot or with too much backspin. So I'm looking for some accuracy this week. I'm looking for guys uh, stroke stand approach, like I said, and then scrambling as well. Because as I alluded to, if you miss the fairways, which a lot of people do at this course, um, you're going to be able to need to scramble. So those will be three of the key statistical categories. I'd say I'm, I'm, I'm waiting heavier than normal this week. Yeah, and Joe, you mentioned scrambling. Uh, last two years, last two winners here, Cam Champ, Kevin Tway, all led the field in scrambling. And look, uh, when we look at the field this week, Joe, uh, there are some names in here. They're just not in the best of form. There's the Phil Mickelson's and the Jordan Spieths and the Sergio Garcia's uh, week before the U S open. It's kind of a little bit of a tough break because they usually get a couple top players to commit to a fall series event here in Napa. But uh, maybe this is a week where we look a little bit down the board from the big names. What say you? We completely agree. Completely agree. I think we're dealing with that in a lot of sports right now. There's so much uncertainty. There are so many new variables at play that we've seen before. Play some long shots. Play some long shots in baseball. Play some long shots with your football futures and play some long shots with your golf futures. Now, I know eventually we're going to talk about the U.S. Open. I don't know if we're going to get a surprise uh, at Wingfoot when they tee it up because that's going to be a very difficult course and the best of the best it's probably going to be a situation where the cream rises to the crop. But for this week, I think you could take some shots. Now I do all that. And then I set it up for Brandon Steele, who I'm sure you guys are looking at this week as well. Not exactly a long shot, two-time champ at this course. Uh, Wes, as you know, I follow you on Twitter. You're always talking about this stuff. You're one of the best in the business. Um, the idea of we look for horses for the course, guys who are in good form, all these different factors that come together when we're handicapping golf. Steele's one of the best in the business when it comes to playing at Silverado. So I'm definitely going to have some liability with him over the course of the weekend. If you want to go a little bit further down the board, Maverick McNeely is the name right. I've been targeting. Uh, did his college golf at Stanford. Lots of top 15 since January. He's played some decent golf. I'm not sure if he's ready for the breakthrough yet, but personally, I'm going to take a shot on McNeely this week. I don't know about you guys. That sounds like a name you might be interested in as well. No, I'm with you, Joe. Uh, Maverick McNeely has performed very well down the street uh, or, or a couple, three hours away at uh, Pebble Beach, but the same putting surface here, Poana Greens at Pebble as well. You mentioned the Stanford correlation. No, I think Wes and I are both on uh, Maverick McNeely. How about a couple players that uh, stick out to you this week that you're going against, that you're fading either in head-to-head matchups or staying far away from on the futures board? I don't have a lot of that just yet. I'm still kind of working through it. Basically what I'm going to be doing is probably looking for guys who might be overvalued this week and either staying away or maybe fading them. I hate to do it with Phil Mickelson. I love the fact that he, um, that he commits to playing up here to bring it some name recognition because it is a popular event. They have a great concert series up there as well. For anyone who wants to travel and check it out, I, I doubt it's going on this year because of COVID, but in the past, they've done a really good job of building ancillary events around it. But long story short, Mickelson's the type of guy that he's going to come in with some pricing. That's going to be well above probably his current form. Uh, Siwoo Kim as well sitting at what? 20 to one. Normally this is the type of golfer that you probably find in a situation where you might look to get excited about the long shot odds, but now being priced as one of the favorites or close to for this event, that's probably overdoing it. So I still have some work to do on the fades this week, but Kim would be near the top of my list just because this is an event since it's lacking in firepower and name power. 
he gets bumped up. I don't know if he's ready for that at this pricing just yet. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. Siwoo Kim, 20 to 1, you can have him. No no <laughs> thanks. At 150 to 1 in a good uh, field, yeah, I'm interested because he's proven he can pull that off. But, uh, Joe, shifting over to the U.S. Open uh, really quickly, second major of the season taking place at Winged Foot in Long Island next week. Uh, anybody standing out to you so far, anybody you've bet already or are looking to play? Get ready to get set up for that. I haven't made any plays yet. I don't think I'm going to blow you away with any of the names I'm going to throw out there. Let's be honest. The U.S. Open, I think it's something like, uh, what is it, six of the last seven or so, five of the last six have seen an under par result for the finish. That's nice. We've gotten some good results. Like, let's be honest, if it's good golf, like last year at Pebble, we're never going to turn down Pebble for a U.S. Open, let's be honest. I like this event as a ball buster. I'll be completely honest. I think there's a lot of events we can watch throughout the year that these guys can tear up the courses. I like it when the, when they get humbled. I like it for the U.S. Open because that's kind of the trademark. And I know there's always some complaining when it's too tough, but you know what? For this one event, so be it. So I like the fact that Wingfoot's going to offer that. Now, personally, I don't think the, the winner of this is going to shoot par or under. I think this is going to be something like we saw at Marion a few years back where plus one, plus two might end up winning it for you. John Rahm at 14 to one, obviously mm-hmm. he plays great with tough setups. We've seen it throughout the course of the season and against DJ a couple of weeks ago when he sank that bomb from what was it? 65 feet. When let's be honest, we all wrote him off for dead. Most likely when DJ hit that putt on 18, we probably thought Rom is screwed. And then he hits an even bigger putt on the first playoff hole. So right there, the guy's got the cojones you need to, you need for the U S open. So I'm going to obviously have some money on Rom this week. Webb Simpson is sitting at 30 to one Webb's won a U.S. open before he did it at Olympic club. He's got five top threes, eight top tens and 13 starts this year. He's been in pretty solid form. I'm going to have some liability on him. And then Colin Morikawa. I mean, he went out there and won the PGA championship. So you got to figure he's going to show up to this. How loose can you be right? Like if you're that young, how much pressure can you feel if you already won a major this year? It wouldn't surprise me if he played so loose in such a tough environment, he finds himself near the top of the leaderboard come the weekend. That's a good point, Joe. You were, of course, in the Bay Area a little over a month ago when the Cal Bear Colin Morikawa won at Harding Park with a winning score of 13 under par, and that was no pushover of a test. Uh, a very good test to golf was the PGA Championship this year. Uh, but you talk about winged foot, maybe in the neighborhood of plus one or plus two. In 2006, Jeff, o- uh, Jeff Ogilvy won the U.S. Open here at winged foot with a score of five over par. Uh, I know you alluded to it there, but uh, what would you say this uh, championship lands on for a winning score this year? If you went ahead and set it at even par, I would play the over. Now, if you set it at plus two, that's where we would start to have a really difficult conversation about whether or not I was going to get involved because I think the number is going to be right around there, plus one or plus two. That we, 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 we saw, what was it, just last week, in the semifinal, essentially in the buildup to the uh, tour championship, the course playing tough, like a U.S. open setup, but we heard a lot of complaining and we're going to hear it again next week at Wingfoot, I would say. So I would probably throw it around plus one plus two. That's where I would stick right now. Maybe next week. I adjust that a little bit, but you're not going to hear me say, I think it's going to be a five under that wins this thing. These guys are fantastic, but this course is going to be ready for them. Joe, uh, you mentioned John Rahm, who I'm absolutely with you on. I already have a ticket in pocket on him. Uh, He made an interesting observation last week before he went down to Atlanta for the tour championship. He said 
when he played Wingfoot, it was very Oakmont. It was very much like Oakmont four years ago. And, of course, when you, I hear Oakmont U.S. Open, I think of the guy that won there, that being Dustin Johnson. Uh, I'm with you, Joe. I, I like to take the longer shots, but I think you got to have a couple chalky guys for this setup next week. No doubt. And, and DJ's playing so well. You know what? To be honest, I, I figured if I came on this show tonight and I said, DJ, you guys would just hang up on me. It's like he's <laughs> no, been winning so all. much right now. We're, we're at a point where it's like, yeah, I really like Dustin Johnson because he's just winning every week. If I were you guys, I'd be like, all right, if we brought Ford Ball on for this, hang up. <laughs> Anyone could have come on and said Dustin Johnson. But you know what? To be honest, you're completely right. It's like, uh, look at the form he's in right now. He's playing great golf. He obviously is in a great headspace. His personal life, we had those demons we, we all know about from five, six years back that cost him some tournaments. And now all of a sudden he's just playing at the absolute best. I mean, Phil Mickelson tweeted it, I think, last week or two weeks ago when he talked about thanking Tiger Woods for everything he's done for golf. And it kind of came out of the blue, but then it had some people realize, you know, Dustin just won $15 million for the tour championship. And that was a $30 million prize pool for 30 guys. I mean, there's no guy on earth who has ever meant more to his sport than tiger woods. These dudes are getting so rich. I I have a theory. That's why so many of these young guys, they pop early and then they make so much money. They get complacent Mm -hmm. like Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth. I'll throw a few of these names out there. It's not to disparage them. They're great golfers, but Spieth came firing out of the gate. He won a couple majors. You know, he's got crazy sponsorship money. He's flying around on private jets. He's making a killing playing golf. You lose that edge. You lose that hunger. Like Phil Mickelson didn't really have that until later in his career. He was chasing a major. But some of these guys, when they grab them early and they're making so much money and they have the world by the tail, what's the motivation to keep pushing? Like Rory has been great, but he hasn't been in contention in a major necessarily for how long? Like I'd love to see Rory surging down the back nine on a Sunday, trying to win another a green jacket at Augusta or a U.S. Open or whatever it may be. But like, we don't get that anymore. It seems like a guy like Ricky Fowler is just so complacent. You know, the hunger's not there. So shout out to Tiger Woods. These guys are getting paid at an alarming rate. And whether or not it's good, I mean, it's great for the sport. It's great for the golfers. I just hope that some of these guys don't get too complacent early on when they have some success because they're a lot of fun to watch. I'd love to see Jordan Speed get back into contention. He is Joe Fortenbaugh. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe Fortenbaugh. Great to speak with you as always, my friend. Good to have you back in town. Maybe next time we'll get you down here at studio and uh, we'll grab a uh, cocktail one of these days and maybe watch the U.S. Open here pretty quick. No doubt. Let's clean up the COVID so we can get back together and have some drinks. There's nothing better than a sports book on a Sunday. And it's like, we can't even get together anymore because of this, but that's a story for another day. Brady West. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I love what you guys bring to the table, especially when it comes to golf. I mean, it's nice that you look at me as a guest and you bring me on for the insights, but you guys are the guys that know what's going on. Joe checks in the mail, brother. Time with you. I appreciate it. You bet, my friend. We look forward <laughs> to right. catching up again All soon. All right, enough of that. I'll t- Have a good I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. All right, that is Joe Fortenbaugh. He's one of the best, man. A good friend of the network, a good friend uh, otherwise. Joe Fortenbaugh, follow him on Twitter, at Joe Fortenbaugh. He is good at everything he does, uh, including golf, as you could tell right there. We will be back. It's time to track Mr. Woods, Tiger Woods, the man that meant so much to the game indeed, as Joe was talking about right there. This is Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show right here on VSIN, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Las Vegas was built on the deal. The two-for-one buffet, the prime rib dinner, a comp breakfast, a half-price comedy show. Renowned Las Vegas ambassador and travel insider Anthony Curtis's Las Vegas advisor is the industry leader in providing expansive choices, special offers, and exclusive insights on how to beat Las Vegas by never missing out on a deal while you're here. Go to LasVegasAdvisor.com and join the club today to receive the newsletter and the incredibly valuable coupon booklet. Drink specials, free slot plays, shows, dinners, blackjack, roller coaster rides, a massage at the spa, you name it, Las Vegas Advisor has a coupon for it that'll give you an edge. Get a jump on Las Vegas with the insight, the updates, and the endless opportunities to save money by adding Las Vegas Advisor to your arsenal. That's LasVegasAdvisor.com. It's the what you know and the who you know to help save you money. LasVegasAdvisor.com. Join and start saving now at LasVegasAdvisor.com. Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Tuesday evening as we get ready to tee it up at the Safeway Open. Uh, but this time, it is uh, time to do our Tiger Tracker segment and check in on Mr. Woods. Uh, Wes, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Tiger is in his 50s. He, he was 58th at the Northern Trust. He was 51st at the BMW, and he's now 50 to 1 to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, it seems uh, the odds makers, I don't think, are as afraid of Tiger anymore because <laughs> usually they were so defensive, and it's so rare, even when he was out of form, 25 maybe to 1, and then uh, bookmakers kind of got a little scared and a little skittish of the fact that he could go off because they saw what he did at the Masters last year. Well, I think the public has finally backed off a little bit, too. Yeah. But- yeah, so I'm weighing my options here because I'm looking at that price. I'm like, man, that's a big price, but I know he's not in form. But I'm also looking at the fact that our odds maker friends here in town and in and, and, and other places uh, aren't necessarily afraid of him. They're, they know they're going to get bets. I mean, look, it's going to be on an NFL weekend, both the U.S. Open and the Masters uh, this fall with the changes in schedule. So they know hey, I'm going to bet Tiger because they want to watch Tiger win and they want to watch him play well. So you know these guys, uh, the crowds that are coming into the books, betting on the apps or in town, they're going to want to bet this guy. So they know they're going to get exposure, but he just, 
he just hasn't been striking it well. I really thought that he would be in slightly better form because when we watched that uh, match together that he had with uh, Phil Mickelson right. and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, he didn't have a bad shot all day. He had, I think, one bad shot. But he looked like he was in form. He looked lean. Uh, he seemed to feel healthy. But he said his back has been bothering him lately, and I'm taking him at his word that his back's bothering him. I don't think he's going to – he's not at this point where he's going to be coy with the media or he's going to play possum. He's going to tell you, okay, yeah, it hurts a lot, but gets the week off from Eastlake and obviously not playing this week in Napa. So, look, he's not a guy that's going to play a lot of events. He needs his rest. He needs his reps. And I'm going to be tempted, Brady. I haven't added him yet, but – I may be tempted. The best part of his game is his iron play. Mm -hmm. His short game is good one day and lousy the Mm -hmm. next, and he still has the problem with accuracy off the tee. And Mm -hmm. like they say about playing a major championship or playing a very difficult golf course, it's not a good place to go find your game. Yeah, you know, it's not. And and look, in those finishes that that you've uh, mentioned at the top of the segment, He's been a grinder, though. He's actually had some solid final rounds, but he's been well down the board and going out at 830 in the morning instead of going at the last group at one in the afternoon uh, like we're accustomed to seeing. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how he plays this course up at Wingfoot if he maybe tries to take the driver out of play and maybe hits the three metal or hits the hybrid or hits some long irons because, look, he doesn't rank up there in the stats right now with the Thomases and the Colin Marikawas, but... This is the best iron player in the history of the game of golf. And with an iron in his hand, I trust him a lot more than I do with the medal right now. After the U.S. Open, it'll be four weeks until the Zozo Championship where he is the defending champion. Do you think we are uh, going to possibly see him in between that? That would mean a possible stop in Las Vegas, 1996, the uh, Shriners Open, his first professional victory. Next year's the 25-year anniversary. That's when I think the Shriners uh, organizers, who I have right on my uh, jacket right now, uh, that's when I think they should uh, bring him in. But he may play the uh, the well, uh, event Shadow. from South, yeah, Shadow Creek, the uh, uh, CJ Cup, which is usually played in Juju Island over in uh, South Korea, moved over here. So you may see him in Vegas, I think, for an event. Yeah, he's played Shadow Creek, I imagine, hundreds of times. Uh, again, of course, the Shriners Open in 1996, the site of his first professional victory. So, uh, you know, he may tee it up uh, mm-hmm. once and even maybe twice uh, before the Zozo Championship. I'm sure he's going to defend his title there. Yeah, absolutely. And at Sherwood Country Club, which yeah. he used to host the Williams World Challenge at Sherwood. Well, next, it's major implications. We're going to go over Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, and my U.S. Open plays for winged foot coming up the next major on the schedule. Keep it here on Long Shots on VSIN, the sports betting network.
A course that rates the highest in each factor is Bally High Golf Club, a tropical golf course paradise located on the Las Vegas Strip and in the shadows of some of the most famous hotels in the world. At Bally High, designed by award-winning architects Brian Schmidt and Lee Curley, you will find hundreds of mature palm trees, lagoon-like water features, beautiful bunkering, and a stunning clubhouse, home to Sealy Restaurant, and an indoor-outdoor patio experience and event space. The course offers Bluetooth technology, caddies upon request, jello shots, model-like beverage cart staff, VIP service from curb to course and back again, high-quality food and beverage, and a par-3 challenge where you can double your money with one swing. The stunning Valley High Golf Club, located in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip, is a golf jackpot, and there are many reasons why. Play today to learn more about the Valley High experience or reserve your tee time. Call 888-427-6678 or visit ballyhighgolfclub.com. That's B-A-L-I-H-A-I golfclub.com. It is the major implications segment. The second major of the season is just nine days away. It is the 120th United States Open at Winged Foot in Mamero Neck, New York, and we are starting to gain some more insight on this course and just exactly what kind of test it's going to be. Wes, earlier in the program, you mentioned John Rahm played it before the Tour Championship, and his comment was it reminds him of Oakmont, which, by the way, is referred to often as the very hardest course in America. Also, Justin Thomas uh, squeezed in a practice round before the Northern Trust, the first event in the FedEx Cup playoff series. And Thomas came away saying he loved the course, but this is your father's U.S. Open. He said this is going to be an old school, brutal test slog of an event of a U.S. Open. And I love it, Brady, Absolutely. and that's the way it should be. Uh, and we kind of saw a little small preview at Olympia Fields, which also hosted a U.S. Open yes. many years ago that Jim Furyk was the uh, victor. But, uh, yeah, four under par ended up being the winning score, and it was actually the easiest in the final round uh, right, a couple right. weeks ago. But, look, USGA has had a couple extra months here now to really doctor up this course and grow that rough. This is not going to be two-and-a-half-inch rough like we're going to see this week in Napa Valley at Silverado. This is going to be four-and-a-half, five-plus inches of, of thick stuff, and uh, this is going to be one of those ones that test your whole game where it's like you hit it in the rough and you miss a fairway, you got to punch out and take your medicine and have to make a save for a bogey. Yeah, I, I think it's really going to be just absolutely maybe the best tournament we see all year, and, and of course we've still got Augusta to go, but I, I'm really excited about seeing winged foot again. Let's get to some of our play that we already have in pocket. We're only a week away uh, from them teeing up, uh, teeing it up at winged foot for the second major of the season. We'll take a look at Matt Humans's plays that he has in pocket first. And uh, of course, he's got his uh, staple there, Xander Schauffele, who is looking awful good right now. Doesn't have a mm -hmm. win on the season, but absolutely one of the most successful players on tour this year. He's got Schauffele at 20 to one. DJ, you can't ask for a hotter player on the planet right now. And Matt's got a great number. A great number, absolutely. Absolutely. 16 to one there on DJ, who is now in the neighborhood of nine to one. And then finally, Tony Finau at 36. to Yeah. One. And I may add Xander Schauffele. I have not. But uh, last weekend, he putted the lights he out. He, only only Matt Hughes, I think, was better. But I think Schauffele gained almost nine strokes over wow. four days on the greens, which you putt like that. And obviously, U.S. Open is going to be a little bit tougher. But 
If he can putt like that, and we know his strength is off the tee. He's sometimes a little shaky with the irons, but all the rest of his game is, is on point. Well, he's great at hitting greens and regulation. Uh, and you're right, his strokes gained approach. I mean, you call it a weakness in his game. He still ranks in the top 50 on tour, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else, he's amazing. Scrambling, and, and it worried me. I had a future ticket on Shoffley to win the FedEx Cup, and I saw him putting so, you know, on fire. And I was like, oh, he's got to come back down to normal here pretty soon. But he didn't. He no. carried that uh, throughout the entire uh, tournament and nearly won it. Uh, let's look at Wes Reynolds' plays that he has currently for the U.S. Open. Uh, and I believe you have John Rahm, yes. And not a bad number there. That's that's about what he's trading you, at right you now. You can get a little better at some places. There is some 15-to-1s. I know our friends down at Circus Sports uh, here in downtown Las Vegas at 15. Uh, I think that's more than a fair price for the number two player in the world at a U.S. Open. Uh, and he mentioned the Oakmont uh, correlation here with Wingfoot. Rom, if you remember when DJ won it, was the low amateur that yes. year at uh, at Wing. That at, was uh, his Oakmont. coming out part. Yes, yes. So absolutely with Rom. Finau, I talked about last week, we agree. Daniel Berger, I wish I got a better number, and it may drift up. So you may want to wait and see if you can get in the 40s. But this guy has been on a mission, and I think being the number 13-ranked player in the world not being in the Masters, yeah, just a little extra motivation. And the guy I wonder can, if he won the thing if they did uh, invite him. Yeah, and he and Finau, if you remember, I think that they would. But he and Finau, you remember, were the uh, at Shinnecock were the 54-hole yeah. leaders in the final group. They got the better end of the draw. So they've been in contention before. And I think, you know, going through the pain and the near miss – Maybe gives these guys uh, some legs up here. And Adam Scott at 40 to one hasn't played a whole lot since the return to golf, since the restart. But when he has, he's played brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I think having a few tournaments under his belt is really going to help this guy. I know he hasn't really been right there for a win, but we know he won at Riviera earlier this year. He won back in December in Australia. So he's in form. He just had to get some rust off. And then Shane Lowry, I added it 100 to 1. Uh, nice number. Yeah. Remember, he was the 54-hole leader at Oakmont uh, with Justin Johnson. Of course, he did shoot six over, unfortunately, in the final round. But now he's a major champion. Yep. Winning at Royal Port Rush last year. He's won at Firestone. He comes along when you least expect it against really good fields. So uh, at triple digits, I mean... I probably look will not look too much down the board, but I always got to have a long bomb or two, and Lowry was my choice this time. Well, you'll get to see his current form this week as he is in the field at the Safeway Open at Silverado Resort in Napa, He's California. the uh, best-ranked player in the field. It shows you it's a little bit of a weaker field. He's 28th in the world. Uh, Matt Kuchar actually was a late withdrawal, so uh, make sure you're checking your odds on that. But uh yeah, we'll see how he does the week before the open. Well, I am on John Rom with you as well, and I did grab that 15 to 1 uh, that I found at Circa. Uh, Justin Thomas, uh, you know, and, and you talked about it with Joe Fortenbach. Got to have a little chalk in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So the two that I chose were Rom and Thomas, got really good numbers on both of them. And then I started to go a little deeper from there. Took Patrick Reed at 40. The way Scotty Scheffler played over the weekend at, uh, at uh, East Lake. This kid, and you talked about it, he's going to win a major soon. He is really good. Uh, Jason Day and Billy Horschel, I just grabbed numbers because those numbers are ridiculous. I found Jason Day at 75 to 1. He's pretty much at 30 to 1, and Horschel is probably about 50 points. This uh, is the time of year, too, where Billy Horschel really plays well. August, September. Didn't really go on in the Tour Championship like I thought he might last week, but uh, 
a lot of his wins and a lot of his successes in this month of September. Yeah, I, I was disappointed and a little surprised by the way he performed at the Tour Championship. But uh, can't argue with those numbers. I hope uh, those guys come through and uh, you know have success at Winged Foot. One more segment to go. We'll go through our plays for the Safeway Open. It's the match play segment here on Long Shots on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a Stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. to long shots here in the indeed.com studio find the high impact hire your business needs at indeed.com slash high impact you'll find lots of great candidates and no long-term contracts at indeed.com slash high impact it is time for the match play segment of the program uh what you've all been waiting for our plays for this week and that will be the Safeway open as the new year in the calendar of the pga tour flips over and the Safeway is the first of Event up in Napa, California. We'll get to uh, Matt Humans's plays there first, and uh, he has won one future on this season so far. And his futures uh, start with Brendan Steele, a guy that Joe Fortenbaugh talked about, who's won here twice before. And I think the one thing that sticks out about Brendan Steele and, and makes a lot of sense for this golf tournament, he's excellent in total driving. Yeah, Brendan Man of Steele, absolutely back to back wins. Uh, Pretty solid scrambler, but really in terms of, and that's how I did my handicap this week, tee to green game, uh, a mix of distance and accuracy is what you need here. Like we saw a bomber like Champ win here last year, who's uh, other than Bryson, I don't think anybody's longer on tour off the tee than Cameron Champ, right. but you've also seen pretty good combinations like a Kevin Tway, like an Emiliano Grillo, who has won this event, and obviously uh, Brendan Steele, and Steele's a California kid, so 
these California players have gone on well. Champ, Steele, and that led to a couple of my guys, which I'll get to momentarily. But, uh, Matt, uh, going back to Ches Reeve, he was good to him last year at the Travelers. Uh, Matt saw him in person at Pebble Beach where he contended for the U.S. Open. And uh, and that correlation makes sense yep. with the Poana Greens. Yep. Doc Redman, another guy that hits the ball very straight. And uh, he's going to Jordan Spieth. One of maybe, the bigger names in the field. Well, maybe maybe it's going to happen when you least expect it. When, uh, you know, it's a different event. I mean, Jordan Spieth could take the week off this week. Even though he did not make the uh, Tour Championship and didn't make it too far in the FedEx Cup, he could prepare for a major. That tells me that he's looking for something. And he's maybe looking to get some confidence and looking to get back in the winner's circle. And this is a little bit of a downfield. So, you know, certainly can't disparage that play. I, I tell you what, I I, uh, I I like the play as well. First of all, it's a weaker field, so you know you, you would assume Jordan Spieth is going to be one of the better players in this field. This could be an event that he could very easily win. Um, his iron play has been solid. We know he has the capability of a short game that's probably better than anybody in the world. It's the accuracy off the tee that's really been killing him, and, mm-hmm. and, and his his short game has been been hit or miss. But if he's able to put it together this week, and I'm with you. I'm not going to sleep on this guy. I want to be around because he will win again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he just he just puts it too damn well and is so good around the green. If he could just keep it in the fairway because his iron play really isn't bad. It's actually a very underrated part of his game. But off the tee, I mean, he's a smaller guy, so he's not really going to hit it very long. So that means you've got to be straight. And, I mean, he can't get it out there with the the JTs and the ROMs and the Johnsons and those. But if he's a good enough ball striker and with that putting game, he can get back. Yes, he can. Let's uh, switch over to Wes Reynolds' plays. I don't believe Matt has any head-to-head matchups, does he? No, no Not head-to-head matchups for uh, Mr. Humans this week. But uh, we'll switch over to Wes Reynolds' plays. And I know you have uh, some top 20, some top 10, some futures, and a couple of head-to-heads as well. Yeah, and I went and started. I actually missed it when it was in the 30s. It got tipped by uh, a couple people. So uh, got to go with 28 to 1, and that is HB3, Harold Varner the third. Uh, one of the more underrated tee to green games on the PGA Tour. It's just his putting is so shaky. We've I, I seen have it. never seen Harold Varner actually make a putt. I know. It, it feels like he <laughs> never does. Uh, 141st in uh, SGP, by the way, on the season. But when you look at the other stats, he's going to get it to the green. It's just, will he have a couple drop? He's the second best in the field, eighth overall on tour, strokes again tee to green. The only one better than him is Sergio in the category. And also his total driving, uh, the fact that he's uh, top 15 on tour, eighth in this week's field. He's a guy that hits it a long way for such a smaller. He's very compact, got a good physique, but he's not a very like large guy, but he hits, he knocks the snot out of it off the tee and his ball striking is really good, but he's got to drain a couple putts this week. So I'm thinking maybe he will Mark Hubbard, uh, 50 to one. I also played him top 20, uh, played about an hour and a half away at San Jose state. Mm -hmm. So a home game for him, uh, did finish in the top 50 in the FedEx Cup. Didn't make it to Atlanta, but made, has made 9 of 10 re, uh, Had cuts. Had a good season. Yeah, absolutely. 9 of 10 cuts on the restart since June. Uh, 13th here last year. So he likes the course. I can definitely see him going well. And then uh, we'll piggyback and go back and forth on this one because I think both of us played him. Joe Fortenball mentioned him. Maverick McNeely, and I got him at 66 to 1. Uh, like I said, California kids play well here. Champ and Steel. 
Barry, born and bred, Maverick McNeely uh, would fit here. T to Green needs to work on it, but he rolls the heck out of the uh, out of it with Absolutely. the flat stick. Uh, he was top seventy in the FedEx Cup. He just uh, has to get the T to Green game better. And uh, look, he's got to keep up with uh, not quite the misses because they're not married. But uh, his uh, girlfriend Danielle King has won twice this summer on the LPGA tour. So uh, look, she's bringing home some hardware. It's like you got to get you got to get going here, man. Do your fair share there, Maverick, but uh, I, I'm with you. I, I like the local angle there. Uh, he has also performed very well at Pebble Beach, has Maverick McNeely, and you have a very similar putting surface here. Uh, and I think McNeely has too much talent to not break through with a win here pretty soon. Yeah. You mentioned the yeah. tee to green game. He's a little inaccurate off the tee, but um, I think this is a good spot for him to put it all together. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And then another guy who has kind of been a journeyman and, uh, Looks like he has a lot of potential, but never quite to get gets there. Luke List, uh, mm-hmm. uh, strokes again tee to green. I think he's third in the field this Bombs week. He, it off the tee. He, yeah, and he does have a win this year, albeit on the Corn Ferry Tour. He uh, came back and played at TPC Sawgrass. Uh, fourth here a couple years ago at Silverado, so he can go well here. Uh, Adam Shank was kind of a guy that stood out to me when I was looking at the stats. Uh, six straight cuts he's made since the uh, restart. Uh, scrambling. Joe and I and you all mentioned in that member guest segment, he's the best in the field. Seventh overall on tour, a good mix of distance and accuracy. He was, I think, fifth in this week's field for total driving. So Shank can go well. And then my boomer bus, Marty Laird at 150 to one. He's only played one time since the restart uh, with the, uh, with the pandemic. That was last week at Springfield, Illinois for the corn Ferry tour finished well down the board, made the cut, but uh, was near the bottom. But nevertheless, uh, third and eighth here, a couple appearances. So uh, Marty Laird, third best in the field for total driving took a chance on him. Well, he's got the stats. You mentioned total driving. He's fifth on tour in that regard and 52nd on tour in scrambling 72nd on tour in strokes gained approach. So yeah, why not at 150 to one with Marty Laird? Uh, my plays there, as far as uh, a guy that's a little bit chalky, Joel Damon, you like Maverick McNeely Almost went with him. Like McNeely, I think Damon is going to win an event here pretty darn quick. He is really starting to improve. We, we saw him contend at the PGA Championship, really. I mean, he was in the mix there for a while, as was Bud Colley. Now, Damon's stats are really good across the board. 44th on tour in total driving, 44th in strokes gained approach, and 65th in scrambling. Colley, not so good in total driving, but really good on approach, and 13th on tour in scrambling. Uh, and 50 to 1 is a pretty juicy number on a guy that has that type of talent again in a little bit of a watered down field the guy that really jumped out to me this week Wes as soon as I recognized that total driving was going to be a big deal here I went right to Johnny Vegas Mm -hmm. Jonathan Mm -hmm. Vegas third on tour in total driving number one in the field here in total driving obviously has a couple of wins under his belt already Uh, 110 to one was a really big price That is a big number because he was he was on my list too because yeah you usually will get maybe about a dozen guys I'm not going to play all dozen guys but uh he was on that short list and then I you got to trim it down a little bit but uh Absolutely. I and can I'm see him hoping your uh, I'm hoping your Shane Lowry does well for you at the U.S. Open next week, but not right. so well this right. week. I've got Damon at plus 110 to beat uh, the Irishman in the head. Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. I think Shane Lowry, it may be more about getting some reps. Yep. And plus the fact that some of these European players, 
did not make the tour championship. They, they, so that means they didn't get reps in some of these FedEx cup events. I mean, even this week, the European tours at the Portugal masters, Tommy Fleetwood went back for one event. Yeah. He's playing in the Portugal masters this week where I think he's like 11 to two or six to one, but that's a curious decision. It's like, why wouldn't you just stay stateside and play in California and then go to New York? But uh, he elected to go over there. So some of these European guys need to work off some of the rust. One thing that scares me a little bit about that matchup, uh, Shane Lowry does have good stats, and he's also performed very well at Pebble Beach in the past. So mm-hmm. he, he can putt the Poana Greens as well. But it seems like when you get these uh, events that have the watered-down fields like we have this week, and then you have a, a handful of star players – a lot of times those star players miss the cut. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're showing up to get a few reps, whatever it is. Jordan Spieth is the one guy that I think may ascend towards the top of the leaderboard this week because his game, it's close in a lot of areas. And I also think when you have a major on tap, I know Jordan Spieth is thinking about performing well at winged foot. Mm-hmm. He may go here with no pressure. He let, right. He's like, hey, let's just hit some shots and see if we can get our act together. And sometimes after a couple of days, you find yourself in the mix and say, hey, let's go ahead and go win this thing. Yeah, of those favorite kind of names, uh, I skirted Phil and Siwoo and Sergio because I don't know how – reared up and ready to go. You want to win every time, but how focused they're going to be. Spieth may have a little bit of a, of a different focus here. And Phil did win recently on the champions tour at three to one in the Ozarks. So he at least got a win, but he's not hitting fairways and, that could be trouble at the U.S. Open next week. I totally agree with you that I think Spieth has a different mindset than those other big names in the field. Uh, next week, it'll be the U.S. Open preview, and uh, it'll be Nick Bogdanovich of William Hill U.S. joining us along with our friend from the other side of the pond, Ben Coley from the Sporting Life will be here. You know Mr. So once Coley. So once he uh, releases his picks, I can tell you the bookmakers slash these prices because you can see it every Tuesday morning when his columns come out at Sporting Life. That's going to do it for us. Enjoy the Safeway Open. Hit some long shots, whether it's out on the course or at the window. We'll see you next week right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It is amazing. (laughs) How At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.